again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where it's my goal to help you with questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left brain types like I am to ask the right questions in our search for deeper meaning to life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. And today I want to talk about the concept of grief. And this has to do with uh, things I've read. I'm going to actually talk about three specific books. But it's just a way of looking at grief and a way that has helped me deal with the loss of our son. A lot of times when you lose somebody, of course, you go through, I know there's different stages they talk about in terms of grief. But you deal with questions like, why this person? Why my son? Why this little child? Why this baby might be born stillborn or why my loved one, my husband, my wife, why did they pass? And generally the answer a lot of times is God works in mysterious ways. I remember at my father's funeral, the priest that was saying the funeral mass, he gave a wonderful homily or talk, whatever, but he said something that always stuck with me and that is death is the great lie. And he said that I believe because of his belief and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that because Jesus rose from the dead, that we have been promised that we will not die and our life does not end here, that we will eventually also rise like Jesus, and if Jesus did it, then we'll do it, which is wonderful. And I, I think that that's certainly a terrific way of, of looking at the subject of death. And, and that, that thought has always given me comfort, gave me comfort with my father, it's given me comfort with, it, with, uh, with our son. But I've done some other reading, and the reading that I've done has, has been, this is stuff, again, I would have thought was crazy right before, but it has to do with what really happens when we pass and, and where our loved ones might be. And many of you remember the, the book, there's three books I'm going to talk about. One is called Heaven is for Real. It came out, I think, in about 2010. They did a movie about it, but it's about a little boy who has a near-death experience in the hospital, and he's only, I forget, three or four years old, four years old, I think. He comes back, and he starts describing things and talking about heaven, and of course his parents think that he's making all this up until he eventually starts saying things that just, there's no way he would know these kind of things. And there's two things in particular that strike them. One is he says that he met, met his grandfather, and to try and prove or disprove this, they show him pictures of his grandfather, and he says, no, that's not him. And so they think that that's, you know, uh, he's making it up. And then later in the movie, he sees a younger picture of his grandfather. Somehow, by accident, there's a, a picture of his grandfather in his 30s. And he said, that's him, that's my grandfather, or that's the man I met. And there's no way that he would have known that that was his grandfather, you know, as a four-year-old. The main thing in the movie is he describes being with Jesus in heaven and Jesus introduces him to a young girl who's swinging on a swing and she turns out to be his sister. And so the little boy tells his mom that he met the sister and of course the mother's shocked and they lost a baby in, in uh, I think it's childbirth or somehow they lost a baby before she was born. And so there's no way he would have known about it or could have known about it or even understood it and he describes meeting his sister. So uh, I found that movie very emotional, and I, I saw that movie, obviously, 
back when it came out before we lost our son and it did make me start thinking about things that you know maybe maybe the way that uh, heaven is described or Jesus is described in the Bible is the way things really are anyway since then I've read two other books uh, well I've read a lot of books but but two that deal with this one is called the Seth material and this is by Jane Roberts Jane Roberts is a lady that had all these experiences in the 1970s and she started channeling this personality, this spirit, if you will, called uh, Seth. And this person, she's written, I don't know how many books, three, four, five books, about the things that happened. She told seances. She never wanted this. She's not the type of person that wanted any type of fame or notoriety. Or, But they, her husband took notes all the time she was going through this. Anyway, this book has resonated with me because Seth has talked about a very interesting concept, and I don't know if I, like I'm, I'm trying to go through this and, and learn as I go through this experience and share this with you, but I, I don't know if I understand, I certainly don't understand it, but believe it, uh, but it's this person, this this entity describes our passing as an experience where we, we, we go into this other dimension or this other realm, but the point is that we're going there for healing and for rest and restoration until we decide to return as part of this adventure on, on earth. He also doesn't describe anything like karma or where you've got to work out issues and come back again and work out issues or be punished for something else. He discounts that whole karma idea too. But what he says, which is really interesting is you see what you expect to see. So we've talked before about manifesting here on earth and that we manifest things, and that our thoughts become things. And so our life, we're acting out our lives right now the way that we th- we think about them. The, our past thoughts are now the things that we're experiencing, and we have the ability to create with our own thoughts for the, f- the future of the reality that we want. That's a whole different subject, and I've, some cool things have happened with me, and, and I am very much interested in that. But I never really thought about what happens in in death and Seth basically said you see what you want to see so if you're if you're expecting to see Jesus Christ and the apostles when you pass that's what you see that's who you're greeted by if you expect to see your loved ones and your relatives that's who you're greeted by if you expect to you know see something bad or horrible hell or satan you know that's what you'll see or experience and that's uh, a very interesting, unusual concept. Um, he says it in one of his discussions with Jane Roberts in the book called The Seth Material, he, des- he describes how he has appeared as St. John the Evangelist to uh, a-, a woman. There's a woman who's suffering in the book, and Jane uh, is talking to her husband, and her husband is explaining this, this woman, I think she's in a coma. Seth is telling this husband that you know the body is done when we get sick like this and, and our body's no longer useful she wants to get rid of the body as quickly as possible and that he Seth had appeared to her as Saint John because that's whom she expected or wanted to talk with and it, it made her feel better and uh, and and more easily able to uh, adjust on the on the spirit side so, Really uh, fascinating. I've, I've seen that someplace else. I can't remember what, what other books I've read that in. 
but definitely the Seth material. And I'll put the references to these books in the show notes. The last last book, which which was interesting too, and I read this shortly after our son passed, and it's called Matthew, Tell Me About Heaven by Suzanne Ward. This book's very interesting because it's a lady who eventually was able to talk with or communicate with her son who had passed. Now, it's like 14 years after he passed, and she was uh, able to, and she kept trying, she was able to, uh, I wouldn't use the word channel, but she goes into meditative state, and she's able to type as she hears him tell her things. Anyway, she wrote a whole book about this and about the messages. And in that, those messages, Matthew tells her that uh, heaven, or he calls it nirvana, is a place where you can manifest things instantly, immediately. So everyone there is happy, and and all they're about their mid thirties. And if you get there old, you wind up. If you pass when you're old, you wind up with a perfect body around thirty. Like you, and you can look any way you want, and you can choose to look any any type of uh, life that you lived on Earth, and you live thousands of lives. You could be anybody. And one of the things the questions the mother asked was, well, how will I know? you when I get there if you're not looking like Matthew. He said, you know me right away because of the energy of my soul. And I've heard this other places too, that there's a energy that we recognize other souls with. And that's why whatever we, whatever lives we have together, no matter what our relationships were, uh, you recognize each other in the afterlife. So yes, all this is, all this is really weird stuff, but I, I just found it fascinating. And What's cool about this this little adventure that I'm on is the the the, the books themselves. Uh, you know, the Seth books were published in uh, 1970. I think the, one of the later books was published in 78, 79, 81. She published for quite a long time. Jane Roberts did. She's gone now. Um, Suzanne Mord was published in 2020, and Heaven Is for Real was 2010. The themes are relatively consistent. I, I find it hard to believe that they all got together and said, hey, let's describe heaven this way. Let's describe the afterlife this way. Let's, they, they are consistent in terms of how they describe the experience of what the next phase of our soul's journey might be. So, and of course, many people would say to me, I'm afraid that, uh, hey, you know, Seth, Seth is a demon <laughs> and he has uh, taken over poor Gene Roberts' body, and you know, you're listening to a demon. And you know how can we rely on the material in a book from almost 50 years ago written by somebody who was long dead and not available to be cross-examined, for example? You know, to, to which I, I assume the Bible would say, hold my beer. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that no one's able to check. Nothing can be checked, right? Or verified, you take it on faith. So... You know, I'm I'm not ready to believe that uh, if I pass and see Saint Peter, that it's uh, that it's Seth pretending he's Saint Peter. But I am prepared to believe that what I want to see when I die, just like what I want to see when I'm alive, I'm able to uh, cause that to happen. And I, obviously, we all want to go to heaven. We all want to be happy. We all want to be peaceful. We want to know that our loved ones, those that have passed, our children and our loved ones, are happy and someplace where they're enjoying peace and love in nirvana or in heaven. And I just find it very comforting that even these, what I would have considered years ago, even these weird books explain the same thing, that that, uh, there is a place where there's, just like the Bible says, where there's heaven 
and peace. And, you know, the Bible doesn't do much in terms of describing what the afterlife is like, except that, you know, you're with God and that, you know, my, my father has a, a, a house with or a mansion with many dwellings or a mansion with many rooms, and I'm, I'm going to prepare a way for you. You know, maybe that's what Jesus was talking about, that this place. Anyway, it's it's been very interesting for me to read these kind of things. And I know that if you've lost someone, particularly a child, that you're struggling to understand why and how, and you would do anything to know that they're okay, and that if you thought that there was some way that you could find out for sure that they were okay, you would do that. That's what I did. And I... Uh, I'm I'm happy and convinced that our son Matt is someplace where he's he's safe and happy, and able to uh, to actually communicate with me. That's a different podcast, but I have experienced what I what I believe is the opportunity or the ability to uh, to at least understand things uh, from him. Anyway, that's all for this week. That's all for today. Anyway, and I look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. I'm about to go on a on a trip to uh, Lebanon and I, I think I'll be doing my podcast from there actually there's some pretty cool things I plan to see also uh, ancient and spiritual and I want to also include those in my podcast for uh, the next week or so thank you talk to you later bye bye